Many women hang on tightly to their past experiences and they don't realize that this keeps them stuck. When you let go, not only will you have healthy, loving, fulfilling, and committed relationships, you'll also have healthier living and more energy. It's time to bring joy back. You deserve it. Welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with Andrea Lewis. On today's show, we'll help you get your life back on track and provide words of inspiration. Now, here is Andrea Lewis. Hello, and welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. I am your host, Andrea Lewis. I believe that when women heal past wounds, they are free to express themselves authentically as creative, intuitive, and powerful women. And by doing so, they light up the world with love. If you'd like to find out more about me, check out my website at andreamlewis.com. I have some free resources, an online class called Stop Replaying the Past and Worrying About the Future. In this class, you will learn the effects of suppressing our emotions, the reason we get stuck in repeated patterns. You'll also learn to identify your dominant archetype when you're not resonating in your feminine power and much more. I also have free guided meditations, forgiveness, release your mother's pain story, grounding into the light, and meet your inner child. To work with me, I offer mediumship sessions and ancestral healing for your mother lineage. Today, we are going to talk about how it's never too late to heal the past. It's no coincidence that today is my father's birthday. When my mother called me three years ago to tell me that my father had passed in spirit, I burst into tears, overwhelmed by guilt that I never reconciled with my father. I had been estranged from him for about eight years. Actually, my entire family and my guard was up with my mother. After we hung up, I remained seated as the relaxation I experienced from the yoga I practiced earlier and sea salt bath dissipated. My mind was swirling with thoughts of how I was going to deal with my mother and my younger brother to make the funeral, funeral arrangements. I then thought of my father and experienced a range of emotions from sadness, guilt, to responsibility. I was next of kin. As I paced back and forth on the carpet, I, I reviewed the past with my father. Our relationship was dysfunctional. He was emotionally unavailable. His work was always more important than me and I felt abandoned and angry. To ease the ache in my stomach, I resumed my seat, still consumed with thoughts of my father. I had forgiven him countless times. He did the best he could with what he knew. Tears flowed down my cheeks, and as I buried my hands in my face, 
I realized I would never run into him in the mall or receive the birthday card enclosed with money in the mail. After I collected myself, I wrote a letter to my father expressing my sentiments. In closing, I apologized to him, thanked him for the lessons I learned, and forgave him. Prior to burning the letter, I said a prayer aloud. I release this. I am no longer guilty. Love will heal this. Then shifting in the chair, I placed my palms up in my lap, closed my eyes, and visualized my father. I saw him vividly. He was wearing a white long robe. His eyes were golden and shimmering. He looked youthful, healthy, and happy. A vast contrast to when he was alive. I internally recited the words from the Hawaiian forgiveness prayer, Ho'oponopono. When my father received and accepted my apology, he then apologized to me. Tears flowed freely down my cheeks as I envisioned my father holding me in his arms. And while he patted my back, he repeatedly said, don't worry. His words were soothing. I experienced a release. And when I flicked my eyes open, I felt calm and grateful for closure. I continued to process emotions with my father, including with my mother and brother. And to my amazement, after a few days, the relationships transformed to love. The ending of my father's life brought the gift of a new beginning with him. He provides love, compassion, encouragement, and guidance. All that I wanted when he was alive. My father is my spirit guide, whom I rely on immensely. Each evening I sit in meditation and talk to him about what's bothering me or a situation that I need his perspective on. I ask questions, then listen and feel for the response. Afterwards, I take his insights to my journal for further understanding. My father helped me plan my six-week spiritual pilgrimage, the places I was to visit, and book the best flights and accommodations. I was nervous about traveling, traveling alone, but I felt his support and protection as he guided me to the right places and to the right people. Whenever I felt upset or anxious in my relationship, my father would always tell me to enjoy and savor the moment. But I didn't grasp his advice until the relationship ended. I realized that my point of power is in the present moment. Many times, my father has guided me in my business to contact a person, take a course, attend a webinar, or launch a new offering. And if I was afraid, he would gently and lovingly tell me to believe in myself 
He he would also tell me to trust if I doubted my instincts. I will admit, I don't always listen, but my father is persistent and will get my attention by sending me signs in the form of crows, reoccurring thoughts, or even social media. My father is there for me and his guidance makes my life effortless. He sees beyond what the logical mind can conceive. And all that is required of me is a willingness to accept his assistance. Pure love exists between us, and I am grateful for my father. He is only a thought away when I need him. I am grateful for his presence in my life. What I've learned is, regardless of the relationship we've had with a loved one in spirit, we can heal the past because only love is real. It's our ego that creates separation with fear, anger, guilt, or shame. But it's not who we are. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Even though we don't see our loved ones with the visible eye, they are always around and eager to connect with us. They genuinely want to help us enjoy our daily lives. We always have a choice, either to react from the past or be an active participant in the present. When we hold on to, re- when we hold on to unresolved issues, resentment, hurt, pain, and disappointment, it can affect our health wealth and relationships and we remain stuck unable to grieve our pain in james von prague's book healing grief he writes if we don't grieve we remain stagnant and carry the burden of unfinished business with us throughout life unprocessed grief affects our life decisions and colors every situation that we encounter By repressing our true feelings, we push the pain deeper. Therefore, we can never really live life to its fullest potential. Instead, we merely exist. You deserve to live a life filled with joy and ease, but it begins with you by forgiving yourself and your loved one in spirit. Forgiveness doesn't condone what the person did or said. Forgiveness is freedom from the past. It's a gift you give yourself. Can you let go of the story of hurt, pain, and disappointment? Are you willing to forgive others for not being perfect? Call in using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141 and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. In Dr. Fred Luskin's book, Forgive for Good, he writes, forgiveness is the experience of peacefulness in the present moment. Forgiveness does not change the past, but it changes the present. Forgiveness means that even though you are wounded, you choose to hurt and suffer less. Forgiveness means you become a part of the solution. Forgiveness is the understanding that hurt is a normal part of life. Forgiveness is for you and no one else. We will take a short break 
And when we come back, we'll, we'll continue to talk about how it's never too late to heal the past. We'll be back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We were talking about how it's never too late to heal the past. The hardest lessons to learn are the ones with our family members. We tend to travel with our family lifetime after lifetime. This is what's known as soul groups, and we learn various lessons with them. In James Von Prague's book, Wisdom from Your Spirit Guides, he writes, the purpose for our family dynamics is to rise above our circumstances and become self-realized. Intellectually, you understand the importance of forgiveness but your inner child doesn't. And she will ask, why should you forgive your family member? Why should you accept their apology? How could they have possibly changed? You tried everything to reconcile the relationship when they were alive. Acknowledge her feelings by giving her a voice. Otherwise, she'll continue to hang on tightly to her pain story. When a spirit passes, there is a rest period. They will go through a life review. In this life review, they will become aware of their soul lessons. They relive actions, words, and thoughts more intensely. In John Holland's book, Building the Bridge, he writes, that in a life review, the soul experiences and feels every joy, pain, and sorrow that they cause others in their lifetime. 
not only is forgiving them helping you, it's helping your family member in spirit move forward in the spirit world. Forgiveness is a process. It takes time to transform your relationship with a family member in spirit to love. But when you heal the past through forgiveness, you open your heart and mind, and then a doorway can be opened to your family member in spirit. As you become more aware of the connection, you form a new relationship with them. They're with you during birthdays, family celebrations, on their anniversary, and other important dates. They offer support. They can see things from a higher perspective and provide guidance. Your loved one in spirit will communicate with you through signs such as messages on social media, an animal, or something unique to them. My brother usually communicates with me through a song I hear in a store, or it will just pop into my head. My dad usually communicates through my dreams, monarch, monarch butterflies, or a crow. Both my brother and my father have what I refer to as a body double, meaning I've seen someone that resembled them and I immediately think of them. In James von Prague's book, Healing Grief, he writes, some way spirit try to communicate they will manipulate electro electricity, cause light bulbs to flicker, telephones to ring, radio and televisions to turn on and off. Many times the deceased perfume or aftershave fills the air. This usually means that your loved one in spirit is around you. Recently, I listened to a few interviews in the Tapping World Summit even though I had heard of tapping before, I was resistant to it because shortly after I resigned from my government job back in 2012, I tried tapping and decided it wasn't for me. I don't think uh, that I quite understood what tapping was, and my spirit team guided me to be open to tapping. Nick Ortner defines tapping as a combination of ancient Chinese acupuncture and modern psychology that works to physically alter your brain, energy system, and body all at once. The practice consists of tapping with your fingertips on specific meridian points while talking through traumatic memories and a wide range of emotions. From one of the interviews, Making Peace with the Past, from Resentment and Regret, to forgiveness and freedom with Brad Yates. He says that resentments, the things that happen to us and the, and the things people done to us, it's our meaning that we put on that. If someone has hurt us, said something bad to us, betrayed us, the pain we feel is based on the meaning. While somehow we think that's the kind of treatment we deserve and that's the kind of treatment we're always going to get. That is the resentment. He goes on to say that on the other side is the regret. We look at what we've done and we look at that as defining us, meaning we are not good enough, we are not deserving. 
I received a lot of insights in the interviews I listened to, and I also followed along with the guided tapping. And I experienced a sense of relief. The tapping moved some stuck energy. In an article on Psychology Today, author Dan Mager of Eight Strategies, Eight Strategies to Work Through Anger and Resentment writes that anger serves several defensive purposes. It works as a shield that defects uncomfortable primary emotions so they can be avoided or kept at a distance. It provides a sense of power and control. It directs focus outward to identifiable external scapegoats, such as individuals, groups, institutions. It is almost always easier and more comfortable to focus on the actions of others than it is to focus on oneself. He then goes on to explain that resentments are negative feelings towards someone or something that emanates from the past. Resentment is the re-experiencing of past injustices, real or perceived, and the old feelings of anger connected to them. The stronger the resentment is, the more time you spend thinking about it, caught up in the anger connected to it. This is a form of mental, emotional, and spiritual bondage. Ultimately, the person holding the resentment is the one who suffers most. In Dr. Christian Northrop's book, Woman's Bodies, Woman's Wisdom, she writes, Forgiveness frees us. It heals our bodies and our lives. Forgiveness, quite simply, is good medicine. It has a positive effect on the heart because it opens it, allowing appreciation to flow in. Resentment, on the other hand, closes the heart and has a negative effect on heart health. I would like to guide you into a meditation. So make sure you're somewhere that you won't be disturbed. And please, don't do this meditation if you're driving. Sit comfortably in a chair with your feet flat on the ground. Place your hands in your lap. Palm up. Now close your eyes and place your hand on your heart center. Take a deep breath from the core of your being and exhale. Take another deep breath. And exhale. One more deep breath. And exhale. Imagine that you are in a garden. You're sur- you are surrounded by grass, birds, and flowers of every color and size. Begin to start walking. And the further you walk, a path is being made clear 
as you get closer. You notice a bench. There was a person seated on the bench. At first you hesitate, not wanting to disturb them. But the person senses your presence. And when you make eye contact, you realize it's your family member. Just breathe into the feeling and relax. The person sustains your gaze and gestures their hand for you to sit. As you sit side by side for what feels like an eternity, you then turn to your family member and express your feelings. Maybe you feel angry that they were never there for you. Maybe you feel hurt. Maybe you feel guilty for never resolving the relationship. Take some time now to tell them exactly what you're feeling. Your family member then says, I know that I cannot change what happened in the past. But I am sorry for your hurt, pain, and disappointment. You nod to show you accept their apology. Then you look into your family member's eyes and say, thank you for the lessons I learned. I forgive you. Your family member nods to show they accept your forgiveness. You are now free. Take a deep breath. Then exhale. Take another deep breath. And exhale. One more deep breath. And exha exhale. Bring your attention back to your surroundings. Returning to the present moment. Breathe into the feeling of peace and calmness. And on the exhale, open your eyes. How are you feeling? How did it feel to connect with your family member? How does it feel to give yourself the gift of forgiveness? 
Call in using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141. When I forgave my father and released my guilt, I felt calm because I received the gift of closure. We will take a short break. And when we come back, we will continue talking about how it's never too late to heal the past. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. are listening to heal past wounds and bring joy back with your host andrea lewis to reach the show today feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to andrea m lewis at outlook.com now back to the show welcome back everyone thanks for joining me again we were talking about how it's never too late to heal the past There are five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and and acceptance. In stage one, denial, we feel shocked or numb. Then in stage two, anger, we may feel frustrated and helpless and abandoned by our loved one in spirit. In stage three, bargaining, You dwell on what you could have done differently. In stage four, depression, you feel sad and try to understand the loss and its effect on your life. Then in the final stage, five, acceptance, you accept the reality of your loss. In working with women and with my family members, I noticed that they don't reach the final stage of acceptance. We've learned that we must get over something or someone 
and move on with our lives as quickly as possible. We think we are fine and busily go about our lives. We don't sit in our grief because we can't control how long it will take. And instead of moving forward, we return to the same type of job, relationship, or residence out of fear. And so the cycle of repeated patterns continues. Your ego will keep you in this pattern until you give her what she needs. Love, safety, value, and compassion. On the map of consciousness in David R. Hawkins' book, Power Versus Force, he writes that grief is the level of sadness, loss, and despondency. Those who remain at this level live a life of constant regret and depression. This is the level of mourning, bereavement, and remorse about the past. He goes on to write that major losses early in life make one vulnerable to passive acceptance of grief later on. Part of the syndrome of grief is the notion of the irreplaceability of what's been lost. He uses the example of the loss of a loved one is equated with the loss of love itself. If we experience trauma, a major change, or a loss that disrupted our safety in childhood, we were unable to grieve the experience because we were not capable of dealing with our pain or trauma. Our only goal was to stay safe. In episode two, Discover Your Archetype, I talk about emotions. Whatever is repressed gets expressed in the form of illness and dis-ease. Trauma, experiences, and memories are stored in the body. And when it's ready to heal an emotion, your body sends you warning signs. Anger manifests as impatience, irritation, frustration, criticism, resentment, jealousy, or bitterness. If we ignore the warning signs, over time the low-level emotions accumulate in the body. Negative emotions and unresolved issues create heaviness. We're out of balance. Holding on to the past serves a purpose. It keeps you safe and secure and protected from getting hurt and disappointment, disappointed. This is your ego. She always likes to go back to what is familiar. In Barbara Stanny's book, Sacred Success, she writes, the ego's job is to keep you safe. The ego learned its job very early in life, when you were little, trying to figure out the best way to avoid punishment, rejection, or disapproval. The ego is all about self-protection and survival. Are you holding on to past pains and resentment? It's not too late to heal the past. You can release the anger, the guilt, the pain, and give yourself the gift of freedom. Just imagine how much energy you would have. How would that feel to experience more ease and flow in your life? Call in using the toll-free number, one 346 9141 
and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. With some help from your family member in spirit, your life can be easier. However, they cannot tell you what to do or how to live your life. You still have karmic lessons to learn. They are simply your spirit guide. In John Holland's book, Building the Bridge, he writes, there is help to put us on the right path. We have to understand, recognize, and trust that we're never truly alone during our time here. Your intuition, certain people, spirit guides, and even synchronicity want to help you. And together, they can be your partners in discovering what you want and what you need. To establish your relationship with a loved one in spirit, set aside a time and place where you won't be disturbed. Then close your eyes, take several deep breaths, until you feel relaxed. Internally say your loved one's name. And when you sense their presence, ask him or her questions. Talk to them. Or pour your heart out. Then listen and feel for the response. And then when you're ready, bring your attention back to your surroundings by gently stretching your arms and legs and, you know, take a deep breath and open your eyes to return to the present moment. And then in your journal, record whatever you discover. Did you receive an answer to a problem? Did you receive inspiration on action, action steps to take towards your goals? Did you receive insights or clarity about something that baffled you? Write them down in your journal. When you make time to connect with your loved one in spirit regularly, you open up to being in a flow where life becomes effortless, almost magical. In Crystal Andrews Morissette's book, The Emotional Edge, she writes that someone could become addicted to grief because it's possible the memory of the deceased loved one triggers not only the pain of loss, but also a feeling of love and connection. Science confirms that the brains of people experiencing long-term grief showed activity not only in the pain network of the brain, but also in the reward centers. This pain-reward dichotomy is why we get stuck in a loop of disempowerment, addictions, and suffering. We are addicted to our biology. Grieving is a process. It takes time. Please be gentle with yourself. We can never grieve the loss of a person, job, spouse, residence, all at once. It's like an onion. We need to peel back the layers, one layer at a time, to be fully healed. I know that we've been focusing on the loss of a loved one in spirit, but the women I work with also ha haven't grieved the loss of a past experience. And this is what's keeping them stuck. So regardless of how many years ago it happened, by healing the past, they are able to move forward in their lives. So here are four tips to grieve a loss. Tip number one, honor your feelings. 
It takes a lot of courage to feel your anger, guilt, shame, and fear. But if you don't give your ego a voice, she will sabotage your efforts and you deny yourself the ability to self-cope. Suppressing our negative emotions creates an imbalance in the throat chakra. Energy stops flowing and it also keeps us from knowing our truth. Write it out. Get a journal, blank piece of paper, or even your notes app on your smartphone and express your emotions uncensored, then tear it up. By writing out your emotions, it loses power over you. Tip number two, surround yourself with people who are supportive. When you spend time with positive and uplifting people, you won't isolate yourself. Tip number three, make your self-care even more of a priority. Exercise, yoga, pilates, zumba, swimming, jogging, walking your dog, bicycling, and activities that you enjoy. As long as you're moving your body, any form of exercise not only increases your energy, but also boosts your mood. Nutrition, listen to your body and enjoy all foods in moderation to prevent sudden cravings. Sleep. Adequate amounts of sleep from seven to nine hours and going to bed at the same time and waking up is essential to rest in your mind, body, and spirit. Not only will you feel refreshed, mentally sharp, productive, and emotionally balanced, you'll be a lot less prone to making poor choices. When you exercise on a regular basis, eat well and sleep, you're treating your body with love. And then the last tip, tip number four, express yourself creatively. Spend at least 30 minutes, three times a week, doing something creative, such as writing, drawing, painting, singing, dancing, whatever brings you joy. Schedule it in your smartphone and set a reminder. By doing something creative, you're connecting with your soul where you focus on solutions, access your inner wisdom, intuition, and shift from being in your head where the ego focuses on problems and fears. We will take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to add a bonus tip and it's probably not going to be a surprise to you. We'll be back. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. 
Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me again. We were talking about how it's never too late to, to heal the past. I shared four tips to grieve a loss and mentioned a bonus tip. The bonus tip is forgiveness. Oftentimes, we need to forgive the one person we often overlook, ourselves. Our ego may have had unrealistic expectations of how something should go or how someone should act. This is tainted by perfectionism. Forgive yourself while looking into the mirror. When we forgive, we are no longer living in the past. Author Dr. Fred Luskin of Forgive for Good has nine steps to forgiveness. And step number three is forgiveness does not necessarily mean reconciliation with the person that hurt you or condoning of their action. What you are after is to find peace. Forgiveness can be defined as the peace and understanding that come from blaming that which has hurt you less, taking the life experience less personally, and changing your grief and story. The entire nine steps to forgiveness is on his website, learningtoforgive.com. He even has research for a study he did with people who suffered from the violence in Northern Ireland. Dr. Luskin writes that the practice of forgiveness has been shown to reduce anger, hurt, depression, and stress, and leads to greater feelings of hope, peace, compassion, and self-confidence. Practicing forgiveness leads to healthy relationships as well as physical health. That also influences our attitude, which opens the heart to kindness, beauty, and love. When we feel angry, jealous, judgmental, or we are blaming someone for our pain, we unwittingly give our power away to the other person or persons. They've moved on. But by replaying the hurt, pain, and disappointment, we remain stuck in the past. In an article called How to Know If You've Truly Forgiven on Huffington Post by Dennis Merritt-Jones, he suggests using a litmus test to determine if you have really forgiven someone or not. Think of the person or incident you believe you have forgiven and do a quick scan of your emotions and just sit with the thought of them for a moment. 
Is there any residue of resentment lingering in your mind and heart as you hold an image of that person? Does the memory drag you out of the present moment and into the past where you then relive the experience with the negative emotions playing in an endless loop? If you answered yes to the above questions, you are not yet complete in your forgiveness and there is more work to be done. I encourage you to give yourself the gift of forgiveness because you deserve a joyful life. Struggle and suffering are the path of resistance. Joy is your birthright. Will you reclaim it? I didn't consciously set out to heal my past. I'm not sure that many people wake up one morning and say that they just want to be spiritual. It usually takes a bit of persuasion in the form of a wake-up call. And I already experienced a couple major losses in my life. But in late August of 2010, I recall it vividly. I was on vacation from my government job. and Nothing seemed to be going right in my life. Discord in my family and dating mishaps. I wondered why my life felt incomplete and why I was un unfulfilled. Then one day I got so frustrated, I said aloud, I surrender. I experienced a sense of relief and I then decided to sit in silence. And after three days of being completely unplugged, I heard my inner voice say, you need to write your story. It was so loud, I almost leapt from my chair. And when I asked, who said that? My inner voice said, share your knowledge with the world. I immediately dismissed the guidance because that was not the answer I was looking for. Although I'm not quite sure what the answer I thought I wanted, except that it had to make sense. Mostly, I did not want to excavate my past. However, about one week later, I was hosting my regular girls potluck and one of my friends randomly said, you should write a book. I hemmed and hawed. But my friend continued and said, it could help people. When people see all that you've been through and you made it, they will be inspired. You can write about your lessons learned. Well, I thought it was brilliant. And after our conversation, I outlined my life on paper, then proceeded to write my memoir. It took almost two years to write, Dramaville is not a place, it's a state of mind. And though I experienced many emotional breakthroughs, I never confronted in, in my therapy sessions, instead of celebrating these personal victories, there were many times I wanted to give up, delete the files, and carry on with my life. But deep down, I knew that I had to stay the course, even if I didn't know the outcome. After I published my memoir, I honest, honestly believed that it would be smooth sailing and I could go on with my plans, rather my ego's plans. I eventually realized that writing my story was a catalyst to connect with my soul's deepest calling. However, it was a journey. In episode one, it is time to bring joy back. I share how I opened up to past life memories. And I also mentioned that I did some ancestral healing. I'll talk more about our ancestors and how they walk with us in a future episode. Last year, I realized why I had to heal my past. 
I had, to, I had to let go of who I believed that I needed to be in order to allow myself to be who I am meant to be. I wish that for you, to say yes to being yourself, to express yourself authentically, to, to no longer be burdened by your past. It doesn't have to define you. To live a life filled with freedom and purpose because you deserve it. Thank you everyone for joining me today. I would love to know, did you have an aha moment about anything in this episode? Email me at andreamlewis at outlook.com. Next week, I'll be talking about how to get out of your own way. Until next time, I hope you do something that brings you joy because you're worth it. Thank you so much for joining us today on Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. Your host, Andrea Lewis, will be back live next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you back next week as a part of our show. 